0: Here at United Queendom, we're big fans of Box Menswear. For boxers, briefs, jocks, tracksuits, swimwear and so much more, head over to boxmenswear.com for stellar deals, worldwide shipping and some killer eye candy. Hello, you total slags. It's me, Vinegar Strokes, from RuPaul's Drag Race UK, here on United Kingdom. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I fancy the slice. <laughs> I fancy the slice, babs. <laughs> Are you laughing at my pain?
0: <laughs> I'm not sure what I'm laughing at. I'm, I'm laughing at A, your pain, B, your impression, and C, the fact that Ginny Lemon's gone.
1: Oh, see, I knew it. You get a little whiff of any of my suffering, and you just love it, don't you? This is what you live for.
0: <laughs> That's right. I bear down on your misery, and I suck it up like a vampire. You're more bitter than
1: fucking Ginny Lemon herself. But yes, <laughs> uh, I'm. We're, we're recording straight after watching the episode, so I must admit I'm still a bit upset by what's gone on.
0: Fresh and
1: emotional. Yep. You're catching the tears while they're still salty. Mm, Yes.
0: uh, Tears tears four and five. (laughs) (laughs) But before we get to
1: the climax, said that a few times, um, should we rate rate the episode?
0: (laughs) Yes. Yes. um, I'm going to give it a solid eight. Ooh,
1: eight. Do you know, I was going to go nine, but actually I think I'm going to sit tight with you on eight, because you tend to bully me to your number anyway, so it might just be... <laughs> it, it, was a, it, it was a very long episode, and I did have an impending sense of doom throughout, uh, which turned <laughs> out to be right. <laughs> was, it, was it longer
0: than usual, or was it just me?
1: On iPlayer it said one hour and ten minutes, and usually the, iP- the
0: UK ones do go over an hour... I mean, we can't judge them because we often go over an hour on this bloody podcast. And we're and that's with, and that's also without without adverts. So if you had adverts in that as well, that'd be like over an hour and a half. Well, on the American one, they shove the adverts within the show, don't they? That
1: man in his bloody coach bag. I'm still not over that as well. So much trauma this week. <laughs> Fucking LaLaurie's outfit, that bag, Ginny Lemon. I'm just like, I can't I take anymore. I designed them.
0: I designed them with a drag queen in mind. With a big <laughs> buckle... Uh, um, um, how am i doing here guys how am i
1: doing that's what the queens on this episode should have done on the uk they should have taken improv tips from that man because he just knows how to zing how to pop he just knows oh, he was
0: zinging popping he was like you know he was popping candy he was it was just um it was it was something to watch it was like art i wish someone would pop candy muse it'd be, it'd be quite <laughs> quite
1: a big bang wouldn't it <laughs> you get a lot of, you get a lot of candy
0: for your bang like a fucking pinata.
1: <laughs> right, let's get into this episode. Um so it begins with obviously last week Astina Mandela, she took the long walk to freedom and mm. a horror- <laughs> <laughs> see what I did there? And yeah. um, Ahora says that it's mortifying that she was knocked out by Baroness Basic. This name is sticking for for tea or coffee. But before we even get into that feud, we've got a new feud popping up, which we now know isn't going to last very long. But it's between Ginny Lemon and Lawrence Lawrence Cheney.
0: So did you? I know. Well, this is. I mean, oh, can I just say quickly? So I watched um, an episode of um, an alternative uh, recap. Oh, sorry. Oh. Um, I know. I know. Were you thinking of me the whole time? I was, I was, especially when I was crying and coming. <laughs> no, it was basically no, it was it was a drag queen one, so like an American drag queen one. So there's you know, it's no competition really. We're clearly better. But they kind of slag slagged off. Well one of the people in it was like they were quite negative about um the nappy thing from that episode. And um, I just and then they did a massive disclaimer about how they weren't kink shaming. And I and I remembered how we were quite negative, but we didn't do our disclaimer. So we're not we're not kink shaming. If you want to wear a nappy, that's up to you.
1: Well, since last week, I've actually tried it out, and I'm quite into it as well. So you know what? Not only am I not kink-shaming, I'm now looking for more people to join in. So if anyone wants to change me, I only need changing seven times a day, and I don't have to climax every time. Just roughly 50% would be great.
0: <laughs> did, you do, did you do a big dirty poo in your man neppy?
1: Oh, one. That's a slow day, trust me. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, it's like the M25 down there. There's just... <laughs> Things going up, things going down. It's crazy. But speaking speaking of faeces, as we often are, a quote I really enjoyed was Lawrence Cheney saying, oh no, Ginny Lemon saying about Lawrence Chaney, Uh she reminds me of the country air, full of bullshit. I loved that one. I haven't heard that before.
0: It, I, I feel like it was like out of nowhere. I mean, obviously, you no, know, because, I mean, no, not completely out of nowhere, because they had had a bit of a, an altercation in the first episode, I think it was when they, they when she was like, "Oh, you're stealing my material." That's it. That's it, wasn't it? That was between those Oh, two. I forgot so about I that. Think, yeah, so I think they um, because they're both sort of, I guess, kind of gross comedy queens. She, we can um, talk. Yeah, <laughs> not like us. Um, they, 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 they don't go to the common denominator like we do, babes. I think <laughs> that um, I think that they that obviously Lawrence and I don't think that Lawrence would even be aware that she was getting he sorry you got to say he with lawrence apparently what does he ask for that i don't know because they said the judges said it again they they was they only said he about lawrence in the um in the judging
1: i think that's just because he uses his boy name i don't think so i don't think he'll insist on it i think it's just a
0: uh... i don't know it just it just seems a bit glaringly obvious anyway um and i just i don't i think like obviously ginny if, Lawrence rubs Ginny up the wrong way. And I think she's kind of mean here as well. I didn't like it at all. And and um, and it's and I think seeing as they've just come off a win for Lawrence, that's really aggravated Ginny even more.
1: Well, yeah, I think because Ginny as well, she's like a bit of a legend in the drag world. I wasn't that familiar with that, but clearly the other queens have made it clear that she's quite looked up to and comedy's her thing. So to see other people, mm. she probably thinks of as less experienced than her doing better. It's really mm. riled her
0: up, and we're seeing this bitter side of the lemon this episode for sure. Oh, my days. The, this, and this is a running theme throughout the whole episode. And, um, you know, by the time we get to our climax, well, it's, it's bitter lemon meringue pie. Oh, God, you're making me hungry. There's so many
1: cakes in this episode. <laughs> Did you notice there was a bit at the beginning where Sister Sister says, Oh, I've got to go get my feet off. <laughs> <laughs> that was the first time she's made me laugh. I was like, "It was that for the monster mashup runway? You're gonna actually chop your feet off and just be like these bloody stumps?"
0: <laughs> and also, you were like, "Wait, I thought Sister Sister got eliminated weeks ago. I thought I didn't know she'd been cast. Was she a new arrival?" <laughs> <laughs>
1: Honestly not to skip ahead But I was hoping one of them Was going to be eliminated uh, Ellie Diamond or Sister Sister So I'd not have this ongoing issue And I thought it was going to be this episode So it was a bit annoying later
0: But we will get to that Yeah we will get to that Because there's, pl- there's plenty to say I mean I have to say um, When they're all I mean in this scene first of all horror is again rude about tia but i love how everyone's like looking after tia because she's like i can't believe i won it's like you know like like she needs looking after because she won even though rather than be like oh you know triumphant she's like oh god me that's i just love her But I like that Veronica sticks up for Tia. uh, Yeah, oh my God, this is
1: so good, that bit, yeah. But it's it's just so shady this season. We've had so much shade already. But it has to be interrupted when RuPaul comes in to bring in this, like, great British fake-off cake challenge... Mm-hmm. Uh, and we get the brick crew uh, the new brick crew bringing it on and I have to say oh uh, they look nice they are
0: nice aren't they
1: <laughs> well I think we're going to be chatting to one next week's Dr Tony one of our listeners <sighs> Joseph oh no sorry not Joseph it was Rubella got in touch about just sending some hot pictures from his Instagram so I got in touch oh, on yeah. his Instagram and said because we interviewed the brick crew last year said would he be yeah. interested and he is interested so we'll be bringing you oh, the, the hot ginger <laughs> doctor and we can even ask him some <laughs> Covid questions as well is he an actual doctor maybe not maybe he's a fake one like dr fox is he now a pedophile
0: oh god i can't say that can I? <laughs> was, what happened to dr fox where the foxy gone i think, he, I think he's still around i think maybe he, maybe he went back into his burrow oh no that's a um that's a rabbit <laughs> was he not part of a scandal no he wasn't no no he wasn't a lot of a lot of the um radio old radio one like I mean Davely Travis, I think he was part of Operation U Tree, but um Dr. Fox never was.
1: I think he was. It's
0: Neil Fox, isn't it? Well,
1: I well, we need a lawyer on this podcast. We really do. Yeah, we do. But anyway, they all have to they don't have to make a cake, but they have to present the cakes that are already there in a comedic fashion. So who did you <laughs>
0: thought did well? Um my favourite ones on this one were um Bimini and Lawrence did the best. I think. Um, I think Tia wasn't very good. Ellie was even worse. Um, because the, the Bimini, I mean, the Brexit stuff was funny from Bimini. Yeah. And taste wasn't taste wasn't really very funny either. It was like it was a bit. It was a bit, embar- it was a bit embarrassing. I mean, I get why Bake Off is known for like funny
1: puns, like soggy bottoms and your buns and all that. So I get why they all went down a sexual route and that's the obvious way. But Bimini mm. stood out by doing some actual satire, and it was just clearly yeah. the best.
0: I thought. Oh, clearly, beyond a shadow of a doubt.
1: But really, they were all kind of shit, really. It was only Bimini and, yeah, like you say, Lawrence, who were, were yeah. even mildly amusing.
0: But, I, but the thing is, like, that, that isn't, that isn't difficult. I feel like you or I could have done that, like, pretty well, just, like, you know, done a bit of improv using cakes and, you know, and sell it and, like, you made it. I think we could have done that. I don't, think, I don't know why they all did so badly.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, we wouldn't have reduced ourselves to toilet humour because that's just not our style, but I mean... We're, I
0: mean, we're much more... It's very much satire, as you say, and uh, very highbrow, subtle humour.
1: I prefer to be more droll than amusing. Mm. Oh, yes, mm, Yes. <laughs> 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 oh, that, that went into Dr. Evil quite quickly then. Oh, another doctor. He's not a real doctor
0: either. No, he's not. And he was not involved in Me Too. That I know of. No, no. <laughs> um, although, so, he, although he does have that funny little finger, I don't know what he does with that. Mini me too. <laughs> mm, um, I, bet, I bet he me. I bet he me too. Mini me.
1: <laughs> oh, he's dead as well, isn't it? God, everyone's dead.
0: Oh, 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 everyone's dead. And speaking of dying, R.I.P. Captain Tom this week.
1: Oh yes, Captain Tom, who is a big listener of this podcast. So he was a captain. As well. well, I mean, once they're dead, we can say they were a big fan and they can't really deny it, can they? So yes, he was he was one of, he used to message every week, he was a massive fan, so we can put, yeah. put that on the posters. But R.A.P. Captain Tom, <laughs> we know you're shuffling up there in heaven right now, probably raising money, so that's amazing.
0: I don't think in heaven he would have the walker. I think that would be a bit mean.
1: Oh no, they'll give him like big, long ostrich legs to run around all he wants. <laughs>
0: Oh god that sounds quite terrifying Sounds like they are (laughs) run away later actually (laughs) That sounds like two monsters in one Although Captain Tom's not a monster obviously And nor is it
1: it an ostrich That's
0: just an animal
1: Well I have a bird phobia so they're all quite monstrous to me I did once go near an emu though And it was fucking scary I'll tell you that Mm. Could kill you
0: with one kick They're not nice emus Or not at all big birdy legs That could kill you Yeah I don't know I survived to tell the tale and Rod, Har- and Rod Harley, was pre- he was pretty scary as well.
1: <laughs> is he dead?
0: So we need to stop talking about death. Yeah, he, he is, he fell off the roof. Did he? <laughs> he, fell, he fell off his roof when he, was, when he was trying to sort the satellite dish out. Oh, I thought you were joking. Is that
1: actually how he died?
0: No, that's how he died, yeah. It was awful.
1: Okay. Right, that is the last mention of death this episode. I swear to God, we cannot do another one. Let's just stick to dying on stage, which they do a lot of on Morning Glory, the chat show, which they all have to um, take part in. So um, Sam, do you watch any morning TV?
0: I occasionally watch uh, Loose Women. Sometimes I catch a bit of This Morning. I mean, I used to love um, Anne Diamond, Anna and Nick. Good Morning with Anna and Nick on BBC One. I actually used to really love it um, years and years ago. Um, I'll reserve my judgment on how I feel about morning TV now. So I, I think I think it's I think I think there are fantastic elements I think it's very it's very much tried and tested for me, isn't it and I love Lorraine.
1: Well, Loose Women actually starts in the afternoon, so that just goes to show what your lines are like, really, doesn't it? Oh,
0: <laughs> yep. <laughs>
1: I don't watch um, any morning TV anymore. I used to, same as you. I mean, I'm saying Loose Women as well. Afternoon, I used to watch this morning back in the day, but usually it's just like I prefer the compilations of when Phil and Holly are just pissing themselves laughing rather than having to sift through everything else to get to those bits we just yeah, want, we just want yeah. to see them laughing we don't want to waste our time with all the rest of it
0: and i do get that um you know they have segments that are interesting and infotastic and i think um, and also you know during this difficult time they've i'm sure they have given a lot of people you know some hope well they've probably tipped a few other people over the edge but i mean i'm sure it all <laughs> yep.
1: evens out um, so, because Bimini won with her Brexit buns, she gets to pick her own role. So, Sam, what role would you have chosen if you had all the options?
0: I probably would have taken Anchor as well, yeah.
1: <laughs> Wanker, I believe, more like. Wanker of the week! Dollar back in Anchor. Um, well, I wouldn't take that because unless I was very confident, I was going to nail it because the Anchor doesn't get as many comedic. Chances, which they did actually manage to create. No,
0: yeah, that's a that's a good that's a good point. Actually, can I change my can I change my idea? Yeah, you can do what I you think, want. I think. <laughs> thanks, thanks. Uh, can I can I do it? Can I have a do over? I I would from the um, top and from the bottom. Right, fr- and can we can we go? <laughs> <laughs> that you know what that reminds me of Sean Williamson, you know, Barry from Barry. The senders. Oh god. When he was I know it's, it's our first celebrity big brother reference of the week. When he did when he was in the di when he was in the diary room and he said a load of really wanky stuff and then he went, listen guys, no, look, can we go from the top again? No, <laughs> not realize not ah! realising that you can't do that. That's not the point. It's like no, no, guys, guys, can we just cut it there and I'll i I'll go again. Oh, well he certainly guys. went off the top of that cliff, didn't he? Back in his senders
1: I love <laughs> I loved it when Janine pushed him over that cliff. Now, that was another moment like Indiana Jones with the big ball rolling down the hill. <laughs> and we said we wouldn't do death again, and already I'm talking about... But this is a fictional death. Oh, fictional. no,
0: it's not it's not a real death. Um, but, yes, yeah, so no, I think I think I would have gone for one of the Essex tarts um yes. or one of the um or one of I, in fact I think I would have done an, ag, an a dragony aunt yes that's I think I would have it. picked the dragony aunt I think that's got the most scope for because we could have yeah because we could have been I mean if it was let's say it was you and me doing it we could have been you know bouncing off each other bitchy you know giving some shit advice much like real life so I think you know I think that could have worked we're literally doing it right now <laughs> yeah can you do an Essex accent Oh, I reckon so, right? You know, don't fucking fuck with me because I'll do your writing. <laughs> I think you're going more like Danny
1: Dyer Cockney. I think it's more like, I oh, know, am I going more like. Oh, uh, right, yeah. <laughs> well, my boyfriend's from Essex and I spend a lot of time in Essex. So I should be able to say, fucking hell, you fucking can't. What's the. Fu-? No. I th- <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, I haven't How'd picked you- anything up from them.
0: <laughs> no, I mean, fuck you. Oh, right, like, don't do me a lemon. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do me a Ginny Lemon. Do me a Ginny Lemon, all right! <laughs> <laughs> so we end up with Ahura and
1: Tia working together. What did you think this was going to end this, up like?
0: Um, I This pairing between the two of them has given me... Um, I would give this episode an extra point, maybe even two points, because I've loved it. I loved it. It's one of my favourite parts of the whole episode.
1: Yeah, it's been a real storyline. They've been slagging each other off. Um, shading each other, and now we see them come together. Mm. And I kind mm. of had a feeling it was going to happen. The show has done it a few times before, with like Bianca Del Rio and Trinity Capone, Capone, yeah. and um, Alyssa and Coco, where you put enemies together, and then miraculously it comes good in
0: the end. So, well, the thing is, I think with enemies as well, it's like they. When you have an enemy, I think that it's because there's things in them that you don't like about yourself. So when you, like, forgiving and also, um, you know, smoothing out things, it's often, it's like it's like lovers hate each other at first or best friends hate each other at first. It happens all the time because I think there's, you know, the, it's the battle of wills to begin with. And I think um, there's a lot of similarities about them both. And I think it's like Tia, I think, wears her kindness on her sleeve, whereas Ahora's is like buried beneath, and we learn a lot about them. And it's a, it's a, it's you know, it's a good bit of telly, I have to say. It is. I enjoyed it as well. I but what I was baffled
1: by was um, Veronica' her approach, which is when they're assigning roles to just hang back and just take what's left, which is like a bit like you in a sauna, really, isn't it? Just to, to <laughs> take, picking up the dregs. But like, what, what, what is the benefit of doing that?
0: It's licking up the dregs, thanks. <laughs>
1: They don't need a vacuum when Sam Dowler's around. (laughs) But like... (laughs) Haven't they all closed down? Well, you would know, God. (laughs) Um, You were the one
0: that told me, you freak. Mm. I did.
1: Someone sent me a link that Chariots, which is one of the oldest saunas in London, I believe has closed down, so...
0: Probably for the best. I mean, the place was riddled with disease before COVID came along.
1: I know. Covid's got nothing on that place.
0: Exactly. Covid. Covid. Covid walked up to the door and marched straight. Marched straight off. Too much.
1: Covid went up, wore its own mask, and was like, "Fuck this." Um, so, <laughs> with why do you think Veronica does this? Do you think she's doing it so that everyone else likes her, or do you think it's like there I,
0: is a weird sort of uh, there's a weird. I couldn't work out whether it was like virtue signaling. As in, like, look at me, everyone, and the wonderful things yeah. I do. Like, um, And, like, somebody I used to know, an ex-friend, let's say, used to do nice things. And they'd be like, what about that lovely thing I did for you? Do you know what I mean? And then throw it back in your face. As in, like, so it's like, well, I did this. And I think, like, there was an air of that. But then the way the fucking thing turned out what a terrible mistake yeah do it just to rub in someone's face it just defeats the purpose really doesn't it and also and also I think maybe she was thinking that I thought that maybe when when she did it when I said about virtual signaling I think that she thought that she whatever part she got she could nail but then yeah. that wasn't the, that wasn't the case.
1: Yeah, I thought if she, if if she did well later on, she could say, "Well, I knew I could take any role," and it's even more impressive. But spoiler alert, that didn't happen. And even more of a shock with Ginny, who you'd expect to slay when she starts doing her accent in the workroom. It already becomes clear that
0: this is a bit, this isn't very funny. I know, and this is this is my whole thing with Ginny this week. I think she thinks that the judges or the other people aren't getting how funny it is and you know but we can all see it and it's not funny you know it's like whatever like character you have created in your head like for some reason or for a british show they're australian i don't understand why that's the case but um it's like and then she, she's so convinced that it's so hilarious that she's still doing it the next day. <laughs> yeah, I think this sometimes can happen. I, I found it a bit with Bag of Chips
1: last year where it's like someone who is quite campy, looks funny, has a funny voice and all that stuff. Mm. Sometimes... You can rely on that and forget there still has to be some jokes in there. You can't just like... Yeah, go, there has to be content.
0: Yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly.
1: And even if you get away with it for a bit, just being visually amusing, like eventually people catch on like, oh, this is the same
0: thing. We need mm. something else. Well, I think this is why what um, eventually happens with Ginny happens, <laughs> I think, because she's, so, because she's so... I think she's so appalled by the fact that they didn't get it, or they didn't understand. What you know, like, and then we do understand. We all saw it, and it was one though, and it wasn't particularly funny. But I think she's I, there's a there's sort of like an arrogance to it that um, everybody else is in the wrong because you don't get what my approach. It's 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 not. I don't know. It doesn't. She doesn't come up well in any of this. Well, I get it because I think it's like queens are really
1: well any of us really you you don't mind being criticised at something that's not your forte that you haven't put the hours into Got the time into. but when you go in and it's a challenge and it's your thing that you do for a living to then be told you messed it up is a bit like well if I can't do this what the fuck am I doing here I need to take my take my back home what's the point home.
0: of me <laughs> I need to take my hairy ass back home (laughs) I (laughs) i think yeah i agree with you but like the thing is it's like obviously like a look queen you know fucking up a look or something it doesn't just because that is your forte doesn't mean that you have to that you are going to smash it every time
1: yeah i mean it's easy to say if i was there i know i'd be the one throwing tantrums left right and center at the first hint of that didn't work i'd be like what do you mean and um, speaking of that, we get a very cringe moment where
0: yeah, storm off.
1: Oh, I would. I'd, I'd do my entrance, walk in, and then just walk back out again and be like, "Fuck this, <laughs> fuck you." We get a cringe moment where Ellie Diamond <gasps> asks RuPaul <laughs> why she doesn't say Ellie Diamond in a Scottish accent. <laughs>
0: under- oh I don't God. understand this. That's like, that's like that's like in a Murphy American one or something saying like. My name is a place too. Why don't you say schenectady so and so Utica about my name like you do for Utica? Why don't you do that?
1: <laughs> yeah, or like why don't you say my name like Ivy Winters? If Elissa Edwards said, why don't you say
0: Elissa Edwards? It's like no, that's she's given her a thing. Leave it to her Exactly. You say Ivy Winters, but listen, right? Okay, you say Ivy Winters, but you don't say my name like that. I mean. Can you tell us why it's so... I'm amazed they they left it in, actually, because it's sort of like... I know. RuPaul RuPaul looks really fucking awkward. It reminded me of in season seven of The American
1: Show when the whole thing with Pearl, like, do I have something on my face? It wasn't as tense as that, but it was a bit like one of the few times you see Ru genuinely a bit speechless. And she even says, like, oh, well, I I said last week um, that you, you shine like a diamond. And he was, like, trying to think of a... And it was like, Well that's not good enough! I want a Scottish accent.
0: So many straws. Clutch He <laughs> <It> was like <laughs> clutching at so many straws. What do you mean it shines like oh. a diamond? Why don't you say What? I've got a Scottish accent. It's like Ellie Diamond, do you wanna spell it out for ya <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, it was toe-curling And then Rue actually does get a subtle dig back at her Because she says later on Well, you just have to put yourself in the challenge Because judging by the baking thing earlier You might need to And I was like, oh mm.
0: Rue didn't. Mm. Rue Ru got a little dig in, of course No, because she felt slighted Because he embarrassed her <laughs> Ellie embarrassed, Ellie embarrassed Rue Ball in the workroom on film So, I mean I'm amazed she wasn't marched off the set right then and there I
1: imagine her days are numbered now. You don't get away with that kind of thing on Drag Race. No, you
0: really don't. And like, it's, and like, I mean, things like that might have happened. I mean, she just wasn't treating her, treating RuPaul with the reverence that you must do at all times. I mean, poor RuPaul. Poor RuPaul's taking quite the beating this week. I know, but someone who should always
1: be, also be treated with reverence um, is Lorraine Kelly, who <laughs> yeah. um, she gets introduced. She's not only going to be on the judging panel, which she didn't get to do last year because she was just part of Snatch Game, but she's also directing, the, of course, the Morning TV Challenge. So mm. uh, we, we know you love Lorraine Kelly, don't you, Sam?
0: Uh, I do and, you know, we both know her daughter Rosie well and she's um, just super lovely and, you know, just, they're just like, she's a great presenter, they're a good family. I mean, you know, you can't, you can't, I'm, she's a perfect person for... For this, and obviously, she's a big gay icon as well. So, I mean, you, they couldn't have picked anyone better. She is. Gays do love Lorraine Kelly. There's no denying it. Other than maybe they could have picked Willem Schofield, perhaps. <laughs> Willem Schofield.
1: And uh, uh, Lorraine uh, uh, Kelly shows how much she loves the gay community straight away. Within a second of being on screen, she's talking about glory holes. I'm like, wow, things you never thought you'd see on TV. Lorraine Kelly talking about a glory hole.
0: I think the thing is that she didn't realise that Morning Glory was an erection. I think that she didn't get that and then therefore wanted to say Glory Hole to make it rude. But it already was rude. I know, I love that. Her
1: trying to be dirty is still getting it wrong. Cause it's like, we've we've already got a joke, Lorraine. We've got
0: one. We don't need another one. No, she's like, I, w- I really want to say the glory hole line <laughs> No, you don't, you don't need to I want to I All think right. my gay fans will find it really funny uh, I, I think it's really easy so That I know what a glory hole is I can't even do the accent yeah,
1: uh, it, it went a bit <laughs> off there Need to ask an important question Sam, do you wake up with morning glory, usually? At your every, age?
0: Every day, yeah
1: Me too I think pretty much everyone does, don't they? No. Oh, they don't? Well, I think I think it's to do with needing a wee, because I always need a wee when I wake up. I think the bladder's...
0: Hello. We have had this conversation in a different... I don't remember I told you how the African tribes used to drink loads of water before they were going to go to war.
1: Oh, my God. Did we already talk about this?
0: Yeah, well, it was last year. It was it... that they used, their, they used their erection to wake them up as an alarm clock. That is ringing a... Vague bell, and I don't mean that as a joke. <laughs> oh, do you mean a bell end or the bell of an alarm clock? <laughs> baby bell. Um, so... <laughs> well, you are talking about yourself. <laughs> Isn't
1: that a mini baby bell? <laughs> I love baby bells, honestly. I've only got into them recently. I'm much more into a big bell. <laughs> <laughs> what, the hunchback of Notre Dame ringing your big bell? <laughs> I'm the hunchback. (laughs) I can't tell you two apart, honestly. Um, So we we get to see them on the set of the morning show. Who do you think does good and who does...
0: Um, I do think Bimini does really... Bimini and um, Taze sort of bounces off. Taze is kind of stagey. It's not great. uh, But, um, you know, she manages to coast it because Bimini's good. Um, And I think, um, well, I mean, you just know. I mean... The, ho- the horror, the horror that is Veronica and Sister, I mean... I know, the thing is, if you're going to be a goth, I think you you have to, like,
1: be like, and then we're going to do this. Like, really exaggerate it to the point... Because just to do a medium goth is just basically flatlining.
0: Yeah, but I used to... I, okay, there were, I was a goth at university, right? Okay, and I used to... um. I used to have uh, white blonde dreads and then I had long black hair and I used to wear like these red sunglasses. I filed down one of my teeth so it was a vampire tooth. Are you joking? No, I'm not joking. This is all true. You I filed was, um... down
1: your tooth?
0: Yeah, I'll show tra- I'll tra- you when I next see you. Like one And it's of my... still a
1: vampire tooth now?
0: Yeah, it's more pointy than the other one.
1: Why did the... F- I I didn't even know that was a thing. What are you doing? What?
0: (laughs) 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 I know. It's because basically I had, I did, when I was at university, I'd had a, um, I did a Gothic course and a Gothic literature course. I did English English literature and um, my tutor, she was just amazing. And um, I did obviously a lot of stuff that was really influential and like, and she was really influential and she she was a Goth. So I like hung out with Goth people for ages. And one thing I will say is that... They're not, they're not like, they're some of the happiest, funniest people. They don't, like, playing a goth isn't all moody and grumpy. It's just actually, it's it's different. It's more wacky. It's more like, you know, fuck this sort of thing. Not like, oh God, oh my God, I'm going to do this. So they got it all wrong. Well, I mean, you are going to go
1: moody for a goth. If they'd come on and been like really chirpy, I think they would have done even worse.
0: Like- but not you're not chirpy in a kind of you 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 do it in a kind of Elvira way, like Elvira is perfect Goth is in like saucy, cheeky, a bit spooky. It isn't moody and, and like you know not gonna bother.
1: I'm sorry, I still can't move on from this fucking fang. I'm
0: like, <laughs> as if I, I
1: wasn't traumatized <laughs> enough. You are telling me about your self homemade fang? This is fucking crazy. This is like Billy Bob Thornton, Angelina Jolie, Mar- Marilyn Manson, Army Hammer yeah. fucked up shit that I can't deal oh with. God, I was
0: I was obsessed. I was obsessed with Army Hammer. I was obsessed. Not wait, what? I meant Marilyn Manson. <laughs> I was obsessed. I was obsessed with Marilyn Manson. I just used to love him, so I was quite disappointed in. This week's revelations. Not surprised but oh, yeah, it's always
1: the ones you least suspect, doesn't he? Looks like a right good Christian boy. You <laughs> I, wouldn't know. Think... I know, you
0: wouldn't you wouldn't think he was into SM. <laughs> wouldn't think you were into fucking fangs, but here we are. Here we are today. <laughs> but you've never I've never told you that, and you've never like, and you can't generally tell, but I like, I was just re... I was super into being a vampire. Well I could tell you, oh,
1: I've got a tale I never told you, but I mean it's still gonna be shocking. <laughs> you might not have noticed it because I took it into my jeans But Jesus Christ <laughs> Well that's what that is, I thought you shit yourself That too There's a, a little from column A, a little from column B <laughs>
0: um,
1: So I thought By far the best was A horror, I mean her Essex girl Was amazing, I thought it blew Everyone else away, she was so funny So committed
0: Yeah. So and I Amy Charles well, Katie Price Oh yeah exactly, definitely Amy Charles and Katie Price I love the way that Tia sort of gave her the material and like let her run with it didn't try and take over i thought like that was that showed such good sport, sportsmanship and she was really good as well but sort of she sort of let uh a horror who was supposed to be her enemy take center stage she let her do it she didn't try and try and take it away from her or anything that was that was that just shows her good character i think
1: Yeah, and I have to say, everyone else was working with someone apart from Ginny, so it's harder probably to improv on your own than bounce off someone.
0: No, it's harder to fuck it up if you're on
1: your own. Yeah, but she did fuck it up, because I I honestly did not know what happened. Like, I I could tell she was doing a funny character, but I don't know what the storyline of her segment was at all.
0: No, I mean, she just... The Aussie thing, fine, I mean, that... You know, I get it, and the, and the chakras, but why doing the weather means What you is a have chakra? To, oh, it's like, it's, to, it's, to, it's like namaste. It's very um, crystals. It's very, you know, Glastonbury, that Just sort of meth- thing. Okay. <laughs> Crystal method. Um, it's very, you know, it's like, you know, in touch with nature sort of thing. That's I think that's what she was going for, but... Um, it just, obviously, the Australian accent didn't fit and the whole thing was shit. <laughs> did you think Lawrence was as good as, obviously, the judges did? I mean, Lawrence was fabulous. Um, I mean, they were both they were both really good. I think, um, yeah, she just nailed it again, didn't she, Lawrence?
1: Well, I thought she was good, but she was as good as we now expect her to be. Whereas the reason I thought, once it finished... A horror has absolutely got this in the bag. Is because mm. she was such a
0: revelation. So I thought, oh yeah, well yeah, no, I thought she, I thought she was, I thought she, you're right. I think A horror was better than Lawrence.
1: Um, so after they finish, Veronica feels like she's bombed and says it, which you should never do on Drag Race because no, that, never that admit just draws feet. more attention <laughs> to it. And then she says, "I feel like I let Sister Sister down," and Sister Sister agrees with her. <laughs>
0: but, yeah, you did actually. <laughs> also, also, I'm not being funny. What? in what way did she let her down because they were the equal parts in it so how how was it how was it veronica's fault that sister sister was shit like sister sister could have like come alive when it was her turn or like or like interjected so i actually think that sister sister let veronica down because when veronica was being shit sister sister could have made it better by jumping in and being fun and funny but she didn't
1: yeah and if you're with someone shit if you do half decent It makes you look even better. So it's like, you can't blame someone else. It gives you more of an opportunity to steal the limelight, really. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So then, just because Sister Sister was shit, she blamed it on Veronica. Well, I tell you what, Drag Race are getting more savvy with throwing us off with the edit. Because then they started doing this little bit where Sister Sister was talking about how she's always holding back. And uh, and they were playing sad Mm. music. I was like, Sister Sister, Mm. 100% is going home. The edit made it so obvious. Yeah, And I was so excited, obviously, because I need sister-sister all sister, Ellie Diamond to go home. But then yep. Ginny stepped in and she was, like, hugging her. And it was almost romantic, the way they were, like, all
0: over each other. Yeah, there was... The, I know that. Like, she like, oh, dare I say love or whatever it was. It was Until weird. she told us she stank. It was very romantic.
1: But <laughs> later on, we realised the reason they hyped up this moment is because, obviously, they're going to end up in the bottom two. So they wanted to show... Look, they're friends, and
0: she's going to be her. But and like and yeah, I I know, but I think that I know we're going to get there as well. But it's bullshit. It's bullshit to say that I'm not going to do it. To, I'm not going to do it for my friend. Da 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 da. da. I'm not going to. So they obviously had to make it look like they were as better friends as they could do in order to make sense of what was to come.
1: Yeah, it's like foreshadowing. Yeah. Um, and then we get the moment you talked about earlier that was really nice. and tear finally bonding. I mean, all it took was a horror to say she didn't
0: like her chin and now it's like oh she's human
1: she's vulnerable
0: she's got an insecurity um, i know and then actually like i mean i felt like we were a party to a fucking um a therapy session with a horror because like she really like she opens up and then i mean it takes a lot to cry that hard i mean it, like you yeah. really you'd like it. i don't mean it takes a lot as in like you know you got you got to act it like that's not acting that's hard and she's actually saying it and she's clearly really upset and uh, it's another fucking drag queen in this series that has been told that they're ugly and fat and rank their whole life is that what you do when you when you when you're told that you become a drag queen? Every like it's a very similar story, isn't it? But I think a lot of gay people can relate to this, and I think we can mm. as well. Which is that when you're in school
1: and people are calling you names, like usually about being gay or you're a girl no. or you're a camp, you learn to be the one to attack. Or mm. or have a funny quip or put someone else down before, and I think Ahura's is mm. saying that's why she's got this bitchy persona, I know. and
0: it, yeah, and it totally it totally comes across, and it's like that's why I really liked it because you actually get um, a window into why she is the way she is, and um, and it is, and it's really nice actually because. Because we have all thought that. You and I both said last week that, um, oh, she's playing this pantomime villain. Like, you know, she's being more bitchy than she needs to be. And um, Tia then says the va- the very same thing. And then, like, Aurora agrees. And it's just really super nice.
1: Yeah, I feel like we can root for her now. She's shown us a a positive mm. side. There's growth, growth. And we love that there's also been growth on the runway because Ru comes out in these (laughs) fucking massive shoulders. And I have to have a little rant about this, which I did say. Oh, no. I said it on Instagram this week. I
0: saw you said it. (laughs) Last week
1: on RuPaul's Drag Race UK, RuPaul read Astina Mandela for not hiding her broad shoulders. And she said, look at me. I have to trick the eye and hide my broad shoulders. I'm like, RuPaul, your shoulders are a fucking house this week. You don't hide those shoulders. Yeah, right. no, but
0: like these are it's it's uh fashion it's fashion um shoulder pads like Jordan Dunn had on last week, they're very pointy they're they're obviously so over the top but they couldn't be real Do you know what i mean they's like sl- they're like they're like you know extrovert. Examples. They're not like you could tell with with the whole thing with astina uh, That was her body shape, and she and it, she looked blocky and blokey. It's even though that she had these massive shoulder pads, RuPaul still didn't look blokey. It's she, I mean, she looked like she looked like fucking you know Tina Turner from Beyond the Thunderdome with that horrible wig. But other than that. <laughs>
1: Well, I have a source on set who says those are RuPaul's real shoulders, and they were just <laughs> a few carefully placed sequins, and that's actually the real thing.
0: So, they're very pointy. <laughs> they're very pointy. Is that some sort of is that some sort of you know degenerative disease? <laughs> God, there's enough diseases
1: going around. And um, so we get um, the monster mashup runway, which I think clearly this was meant for Halloween. So this probably was meant to be broadcast at the end of October, Uh, originally, before the series got delayed. Um, So, and it's an interesting runway because it's not just monster, it's two separate monsters mashed up, which Mm. they're asking for quite complicated runways from the UK Queens this season. So what do you think you would have done? Oh, oh, jeez! Oh, that is That is
0: out of nowhere. Um, I always
1: ask Sam, so you come prepared. No,
0: you, no, you ask. You ask something different each week, but like you pick up. You pick something from from the episode. that I always that, like,
1: ask on the runway, "What would you have done?" So you need to stay ready, so you don't got to get ready.
0: <laughs> Last time you said, "Which five? Which five share songs? Share songs? Would you choose?" Oh, so but that, that wasn't part of the runway. That was a no. reference
1: to what had happened in the episode. That wasn't. I still did it later on
0: the runway. I think. Oh, man, Uh, I would choose um, maybe... Gary Glitter. Maybe, (laughs) yeah. I would do maybe a sea monster. um, Like Ursula. Yeah, like, yeah, more like, you know, it's like maybe like tentacles, like a tentacle dress or something. It's like your preferred
1: testicles person
0: (laughs) I like what I want a dress made of testicle skin. Um, We're back and... to the bag of ball challenge, the bag oh, well, of brown yeah. challenge, <laughs> <laughs> and and I think and I think maybe like a devil on top with like horns or something. I don't know. Oh, it what sounds. Did you sh- do. Well, did I thought... do. You say it sounds shit. I just came out with it on the spot. You also.
1: <laughs> Sorry. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> sounds shit.
1: <laughs> See, this is why I should be a judge. I give good, complicated, layered. Critiques <laughs> look, look shit, sounds shit. Um, <laughs> what I would do because it's monster mashup, I thought you could come out covered in actual mashed potato and then just have like two fangs. Or maybe use you can use your real fang. You don't need to. <laughs> and then it's like a <laughs> like a vampire mashed potato. <laughs> and then you could come out doing the monster
0: mash, you know, the dance. I'm sorry. Is that first of all, you can't have your own song, and are you, you are you trying to say that that's better than my idea? That is awful. And I thought about mine. <laughs> yeah exactly and it's not not only only visually does it sound stupid but it's also i I don't know it just just oh forget it
1: but you're on the stage for a long time so you've got a little snack you can just nibble on your own arm
0: really because you like you like cold cold congealed mashed potato that's already been turned into an outfit do you I've eaten a lot worse, but I don't want to talk about my exes. Not today. Um,
1: <laughs> should we go through these monstrous runways? So first yes. up, we've got Veronica um, Queen, who she does a combination of a pig and a Medusa. What did you make of it?
0: It's fucking brilliant. Brilliant. I didn't think
1: it was that good until I saw everyone else's. Then on hindsight, it looked better.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, this looks like, this looked like something that would be on America's... Next Top Drag Race, and I think, um, Next top I drag think, race. I think, like the headpiece, the headpiece was amazing. I mean, the makeup wasn't completely smoothed in, but the um, prosthetics were great, and um, and yeah, I mean, like, like as you say, like compared to some of the other ones, it was it was amazing. I mean, she fucked up the challenge. Quite right, you know. Quite royally, and um, like they say later on, like if it was just down to the challenge, she would be in the bottom two. But that that amazing outfit saved her a hundred percent.
1: I mean, everyone kept saying it was clever. The judges later, but like, what is clever about a pig and a Medusa? I thought it was well done, <clears throat> but like, there's not a a pun there or
0: anything. It's just too random. Clever. It's clever. I don't think. I don't think they mean clever. I think they mean skillful. It was unique. It was skillfully Eww. done Eww. to put together. I mean, you would never think of that.
1: <laughs> so um, should we go through them all, or do you want to pick your highlights and lowlights? No.
0: Like, well, I mean, I'm happy. to put well, up to you, darling. I've got notes for everyone. Well, I thought they were all quite shit. But um, sister,
1: sister, <laughs> the, the, the werewolf mummy, I thought was terrible, and you can't terrible. blame Veronica for that one.
0: Okay. Well, it was. It was. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Mm-hmm. No, you
0: can't. See, so, uh, can I just can I just say that Veronica was all over my outfit, and I, you know, and I tried to do more <laughs> werewolf stuff, but um, she wouldn't let me. She said, she said that she said that even though. I've ruined your main challenge. I'm going to have to ruin your runway as well. So I just think it's unfair. Even though I put the outfit
1: together before we even met, I still feel like she really sabotaged it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I think by her, by, by her being really nice with her piggy Medusa, whatever it was, she's tried to make me look bad because she knows I was going to be standing <laughs> next to her.
1: Um, I wasn't that impressed by Bimini's devil playboy. I was
0: no, I liked the concept of that, but it just it was just done slapdash, just like Bimini would do. So,
1: and there was taste bride of vampire. I thought a bit too obvious. Yeah. Um, yeah. D- too what, obvious. what was Ginny actually doing? I didn't really get this one.
0: Oh right. It's...
1: It was toxic. Was she a toxic? I got the toxic element, but what was the mashup? Was it a toxic lemon?
0: That's a good point. That's a good because a lemon's not a monster, is it? That's a good point. Actually, it was acid and maybe. And maybe toxic, but I don't.
1: I really didn't get the concept, and I was just like, I thought it was a very
0: the shoes. The shoes were very toxic, that's for sure. (laughs) Um, Well, that's actually shaming her for her disease. So, no, I mean, (laughs) I'm pretty. I'm not sure whether you whether you and I have discussed this on the podcast or else... no, maybe it was elsewhere. Well you know you I won't remember. I'm still well, talking you about erection six months later. You, <laughs> you can cut this out, Moon, if needs be, but like I, I didn't was didn't you say didn't you say that you thought that um <laughs> Gargaard made up fiber? I said that to you privately
1: and now you've put it on the podcast.
0: <laughs> I do
1: I do think I think Gaga believes she has that illness, but I think it's a men- more of a mental disorder than a physical disorder. But I'm not a doctor. Much like no. um, the other fake doctors, you're not a doctor about.
0: like Doctor Fox or Doctor Evil. But I do think, um, <laughs> I think basically, when she says it, like oh, I did, sort of give it a bit of an eye roll, as in like, of course, of course, you do, Ginny. <laughs>
1: God, we're going to get in trouble for this. Um, so, Lawrence Cheney, she did a mashup of some of my favourite horror films. Sweeney Todd, Leatherface, Silence of the Lambs.
0: Oh, God, it was so good. And her own face, horrible as it is.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the scariest thing of all. But I only liked it from the waist <laughs> up. I thought from the waist down, it just fell up. I thought it was an unfinished look, to be honest.
0: Mm. Yeah, no, I know, I know. And, like, I had a favourite and it wasn't that one. What was it? I thought Tear Coffee was incredible
1: i agree i thought she was the best on the runway and it's so annoying yeah, that she was too. safe because she didn't get to get the critiques i think she um she was my winner this week she looked amazing i mean she was what in the
0: main challenge i think she should have won the whole won the whole episode
1: oh no i thought a was much better than tia in that in that segment um mm. what about ellie what did you think of a goblin werewolf
0: yeah, no, yeah, it was good. It was a, it was a nice mashup. That oh, was a good pointy nose. You know, I liked the uh, reference that Michelle made about um, <laughs> about um, the prosthetic, that prosthetic nose
1: because <laughs> of the Vivian was that last year. Yeah, it was.
0: Yeah, it was, that she was asked it. the Vivian, and she did it
1: to Jinx on season five as well, where she said, "Is that a prosthetic nose?" And it's just like, "No, just a big nose, just a big fucking ugly <laughs> nose." Thank you, Michelle. Thank you for drawing attention to it.
0: <laughs> Do I ask you if that's a, if that's a prosthetic nose, Michelle? Each week, no. <laughs>
1: Excuse me, is that a prosthetic ugly face you've just put on? Oh no, that's your face Oh my god, sorry
0: Oh my god, I love I love that Halloween mask you wear every week, Michelle It's really quite terrifying I think, like, <laughs> you know, when are we going to see the real you?
1: We need to see vulnerability, we really do um, <laughs> They said that horror wasn't ugly enough But I loved her, like, she did a zombie Vegas showgirl And then did the scalp reveal And I thought it was cool
0: I do understand, and I did like But the thing is, like, it was... It was, you know, like the the zombie, the, the brain reveal was just more zombie. So it wasn't. And I do get what they're saying. I, it was, you know, a spooky, a spooky brain. But at the end of the day, like it wasn't, there wasn't enough to it. And she could have won it if she'd have pushed, pushed it further.
1: And because she's called a horror, you think she should be able to do a horror look.
0: For sure yeah. um, It's not the same
1: <laughs> So then The safe queens I do agree with It's Tace Ellie Diamond And Tia Coffee Who all did well yeah. But they didn't We weren't the big standouts I thought um, Yeah no, Agreed And then we get So Ginny's
0: getting critiques And it seems like She's oh, she fucking hates them eh? She's got She has got <laughs> She looks like A bulldog chewing a wasp Or um, what's the lemon one? There is one for lemon, isn't there?
1: Ooh, uh, she just looks like she's been
0: sucking on a lemon, I think. Oh, sucking on a lemon, yeah. Well, she looks like she's been fucking sucking on a ginny lemon, that's for sure. Because she just (laughs) doesn't... Like I've said earlier on the podcast, she doesn't get that they don't get it. And she thinks... I think she thinks there's more to what she's done than there is.
1: So it's building up what's about to come. So it doesn't come as as much of a shock. She can spot it. Um... Mm. So they love Bimini Lawrence Sahara, um, and they didn't like Ginny, sister and Veronica, which I think is a fair assessment of what happened. But in Untucked, everyone oh, yeah. thinks Veronica is going home. Uh, who did you think was going to go?
0: Oh, if it wasn't, if it wasn't for Ginny Lemon losing it, it was one hundred percent sister was going home.
1: Yeah, well, I don't know. Veronica did really bad, but yeah, I assumed on the lip sync sister sister would be going home. No,
0: like not, no, not at all. I would don't. I would it would don't like. I agree with the bottom two. It should have been those two. And if it was for Ginny storming off, she would have won the lip sync. She should have put any kind of effort into it. Well, she she's it was it was it was sister's time to go. It was sister's time to go home to go home, and she absolutely one hundred percent sacrificed her place for her sister, sister. And when she said
1: backstage. Uh, Jeannie Lemon's clothes for business That was another clue that she was about to mm. Not actually perform But someone who was prepared to f- perform But didn't have to was Veronica Who when they find mm. out they think she's going home She you think I'm going home You underestimated me once Don't make the fucking same mistake again I'm a singer but I can fucking lip sync
0: <laughs> She really gets Which, she really, She's really cross
1: <laughs> I know and then even when
0: I do get it because she's annoyed Because they're saying that her um... She was like wait you mean go home? I don't think she was bad enough to go home, especially seeing her, her runway look was so amazing that it was never going to be her in the bottom two. So I think she thought that it was not going to be her in the bottom two, so therefore it was offensive that they even suggested it. And she's so annoyed that even when a horror is trying to be nice to her, she still
1: attacks her. She's just like, No! <laughs>
0: I think there's all those snakes on her head. Snakes on the plane on her head. That oh are my just god! He told <laughs> you I watched that this week on Netflix, didn't I? Get <laughs> yeah, these
1: motherfucking did. snakes off of fucking Veronica's motherfucking head!
0: <laughs> I I think she was just surprised that they because they and also they they said oh all of us there was only three of them and they didn't include the runway look. So I mean, if you're gonna pick the worst in you know in the challenge yes she was the worst but she wasn't in the bottom
1: yeah and in the when the judges critiques they give another clue about Jeannie, they say i think we've seen all there is to see of her which i was like we have not at all i'm still expecting Jeannie to be like win mm. snatch game go on to i thought she was going to win the whole show mm.
0: oh no snatch game i know no she wasn't going to win the whole she wasn't going to win the whole show but i'm Well, the thing is, I think with Snatch Game, I think you might have just got more of the same, you know? Like, as I said before, like, if she did, like, Sue Pollard or, like, Alan Carr or something, she just would have done the the same shtick.
1: I don't know. I think it would have been funny... Uh, another. What else is funny is Lorraine. She admits on the panel that she once stayed out all
0: night and went to work still drunk. She is Scottish. I know that was shocking. I knew she is Scottish. <laughs> she, I was going to say from the scrumpy, but that's not Scottish. Um, also, Al- also <laughs> Alan Carr says that somebody looks like Hillary Devi when it's Devay. That annoyed me. Is that her from Dragonstone with alopecia? Yes, yes, it's Hilary DeVay, and it's like, she's... Like, she practically looks like a drag queen anyway. uh, I mean, she would be a great Snatch Game, wouldn't she?
1: (laughs) Oh, she would. I love her. She's amazing. So then we found out...
0: He pronounced her name wrong and nobody corrected him. What? Hilary
1: DeVay away. And then, for me, the biggest... Well, second biggest shock of the episode, I... Honestly, out of all the episodes this season, I thought the most obvious winner from an episode was A Horror Today. So I was like, I even wrote it down mm. in my notes, A Horror Wins, before it
0: happens. because I was so sure that's what was going to happen. And then Lawrence Cheney wins again! Can I just Sorry. say, I've got it in my notes as well, A Horror Was Won. Yeah. It's crazy! I
1: mean, they did such a misdirect, and it reminded me of season 12 when everyone thought Jan was going to win the Madonna challenge and then they did Gigi. And it's like, are you intentionally punking us or trying to wind a horror Mm, up so she mm. goes into a meltdown? (laughs) Because everything suggested she was going to win. And Lawrence Mm. won last week. It's like, why not give a horror this win? She did really, really well. I just yeah, don't get really it, and well. I'm not. And as we know, anyone who listens, we've been, we've not been the biggest of horror fans. So it's not like we're biased, but give credit where it's due. She slayed. Mm. She
0: surprised everyone. She stepped out of her comfort zone. She looked good on mm. the runway. Give her the fucking win. And she was, and she opened up and was super, and um, like you know, and changed, changed hearts and opinions during the whole episode.
1: Absolutely, it was her episode, and it's just annoying mm, it not really to was. see her get that win. And also bizarre yeah. that Veronica was safe. I mean, I know she looked good on the runway,
0: but. I just thought she was going to be in the bottom, and then it ends up being. No, I didn't. I I didn't think she was going to be in the bottom. Like from I know because they said like going from past perform past um, wins etc. Like yeah, she was shit, but she wasn't. Sister was much shitter. Like I mean, like there was an expectation with Veronica that Veronica should have been better. Fine, and because there's that expectation, she's not going to be in the bottom two because of that. And then she pulls out this amazing fucking pig Medusa thing. And then it was sister, it was sister sister's time to go, and obviously and obviously Ginny was creepy and weird in the main cha- in the main challenge, and then this <laughs> this odd acid Barbie weirdness sent her even further down. So this was sister sister's time to go, but Ginny wouldn't have it. No, and then the lip sync song comes
1: on. It's "You Keep Me Hanging On"
0: by Kim Wilde. <laughs> so, the irony. There was a massive cut. Did you notice it? no what happened oh my god they talk about it Look, go back and watch it there's uh, they talk about it they like they they, they, they say okay well, this is what's going to happen etc 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 and there's a huge obvious like clumsy cut that must have been the only way they thought they could have do it they could have done it and then they carry on with it and then they probably they've said she's obviously stormed off or something's happened she's told her to fuck off and then they brought her back on and they say fine you can you can um not do it but this is how this is how it's going to play out you're going oh to you, not say fuck off to RuPaul you're going to wave and say goodbye and do it that way that's that's I think that's exactly what happened
1: So, oh, you've totally clocked this. So, yeah, we're referring to... I don't know if everyone's aware of this, but a story broke a few weeks ago in the Daily Star Sunday that one of the contestants on UK Drag Race tells RuPaul to fuck off. And then today, Sam, you heard spoilers that it was tonight and it was Ginny Lemon. Yeah. Yeah. But that didn't happen on air, which I never thought they would show someone being so disrespectful. But you didn't clock us, because I must have been making notes, but there was a cut before the lip sync where clearly Mm. Ginny did tell Ruth to fuck off storm yeah, off yeah, the stage yeah. and then but they've invited her back and said which is actually a great service to her to to let her go out
0: oh my god a massive a massive service to Ginny because like you know she <laughs> They've given her the chance to come back, calm down, do it. I mean, she can still do her stand and say that. Oh, it's I would never do this to my sister, sister, and write her, write her thing on the fucking mirror, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But like, that isn't how. I don't think that is how it went down initially. It's really,
1: if this is true, which I, I think you're right, that Ginny Lemon did tell Rue to fuck off and then got this other chance. It's amazing that she's been given such a good edit on the show as well. They've really forgiven her. I mean, maybe Rue finds it funny because it's British and she's a character and mm. she's just like... It's, it reminds me a bit of Tammy Brown on the US show where it's like mm. she was quite disrespectful to Rue and Michelle, but it's almost like she's so in her own world and such a character that you can't even take mm. it personally.
0: Well, I would like to see how they... um how they deal with jenny lemon afterwards i mean because the thing is it wasn't it's not it wasn't done in such a fashion that we saw it and you know and it was that uh, and they could make a joke about it later they can't make a joke about something if we hadn't seen it and like and, if, and like in and the way that um michelle turns around and goes oh <laughs> i wonder who we're gonna send home Da, 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 da. like the way it's all cut like She's already, she's already totally anti Ginny because she's because they've had this tête-à-tête and Rue doesn't yeah. even acknowledge, the, and Rue doesn't even acknowledge the fact that there's any one of them there.
1: Well, it's good for Ginny because this is really memorable. I think people are going to talk about this for years. No one's ever walked off. Obviously, we've had people quit before. Dayla, Adore, half of All mm. Stars Five eliminated themselves, and then in Series One, Tammy Brown kind of gave up in a lip sync, but she still stayed yeah. on stage. And Chanel later said she wanted to leave, but never has someone walked off at the beginning of a lip sync. So I think a bit like Willem in season four Like Jeannie's always going to be remembered for this And she kind of left on her own terms Which is a really good way to um, Write your own narrative Well
0: um, the thing is I, I get what you're saying She's left on her own terms But I don't think She can handle it No I don't think that she could handle it I don't think she could handle this Woo! <gasps> oh! <laughs> she didn't She just thinks that they were all so wrong about her, and because even even when like even when they go back into Untucked, right, and they're sitting there chatting, and um, they go, "Everyone's gonna love you. Everyone's gonna watch this, and they're gonna love you." And she's like, "Humph." And it's like we are watching it, and we can see that it was exactly what the, how the judge had said it was. It wasn't funny, and Ginny's still thinking so much that it was. She was just so so unbelievably appalled. Not like rather than say okay, maybe I got it wrong. She thought, I well, I, I am right and my performance was really funny and, you know, and you're all wrong, so I'm going to fucking leave.
1: But I think some queens are amazing, but they're just not right for Drag Race because, like, like yeah, ta- yeah, Tammy Brown's yeah. like that. And if we had someone, like, Dame Edna for getting all the transphobia. If she went on Drag Race, she, <laughs> might, not, she might not be great at the challenges because she might just be her character. Yeah. And sometimes for that reason, I mean, I agree with you. I think Ginny couldn't handle what, what the competition entails, which is you have to be critiqued, you have to be mm-hmm. versatile, and you have to improve. You're not perfect, uh, yeah. especially with your hairy ass. But um, <laughs> but Ginny insists I, it's not disrespectful. I didn't tap out. I did it for me and to save sister sister, which I do think was genuine.
0: That has—that's because she's she has said that after they've gone back to discuss it. I yeah. I can I can smell it. Do you know what I mean? They're like because the reason she's saying it's not disrespectful is because they've said to her you know you just told fucking RuPaul to fuck off and then left without even doing anything that's so disrespectful so she's covering her she's covering her own hairy ass right there and
1: And they zoom in on her lipstick message as if it's going to be so I thought this was going to be where the swear came in I thought it was going to say fuck off Ru on the lipstick message but it says witches unite fancy a slice and that was it
0: no and I just thought no one fancies a fucking slice now of your shit cake
1: I still fancy a slice. I'm, i I wanted Ginny to win. She was my favourite. You have to you have to sympathize with me.
0: Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, darling. But the real
1: the real sadness is next week where we find out coronavirus stopped filming, which we did know about. Um
0: so I don't know This is, that's, there's something sort of like really uh, Hollywood movie about it. I mean, like, if you were watching this and you didn't know about Corona, you'd be like, oh my God, it's an outbreak challenge. Like, you know, they're going to have to pretend, they're going to have to pretend they're in a pandemic. But it obviously... Valentina's the
1: coach with her mask and they're all doing a fun (laughs) little thing. (laughs) But I don't know if next week is going to be, I don't know if they're going to, because I heard there was going to be an episode where they... Don't have Drag Race They just show what happened in between the six months Almost like a documentary So that might oh. be next week's episode However if Oh there, I hope not If there's no Drag Race UK next week We'll still be back on Monday with season 13 of American Drag Race
0: Well, we'll And we'll, we'll recap the documentary We'll recap whatever they put on We'll recap anything. Country file, oh, well.
1: <laughs> Antiques show, whatever's on in the slot, we'll just recap it.
0: Oh, I always think Country file sounds like pedophile. Um, no, I think um, <laughs> we will. If episode, if episode five is whatever episode five is, however the format is, we will recap it.
1: Yeah, and until then, we're going to make like Ginny Lemon and fuck off. So thank
0: you for listening. Thanks, guys. See you on Friday. <laughs> I mean Monday. Bye. Monday. <laughs> <Bye>. <laughs>